What is up, y'all? Another episode of the Encountering God podcast with Pastor Corey. I'm super excited about this one. This is something that we've been talking about at High Praises Church now for several years, and it is the importance of your words. Let's hop right into it. All right, y'all. I want to start out with a scripture today. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 22 says this, the tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. This is something we've been talking about at High Praises Church now for several years. Several years back, uh, Pastor Jackie took us through the book Law of Confession by Bill Winston, and that book talks about the importance of your words. And there has been so much revelation in my life and in my wife's life through that book and through other books, like a book called Life of Faith uh, by Jerry Savelle. Uh, these books have just uh, opened our eyes to the reality of the power in our words. And they've really changed even the way that we talk the way that we say things, you know, when I was growing up, you would always hear people say when they were talking about a headache, maybe that they had, you would hear people say, oh man, my head is killing me. Uh, and the reality is the more that we speak vain words, um, the more we put ourselves in a position where our spirit and our mind do not align, right? We want our spirit to believe what our mouth is saying. Um, that's why our words are so important. That's why I think that it's important to understand what that scripture says, right? To dig deep into the idea that your words can bring life or death. You have the choice which one uh, you speak. Uh, I remember I tell kids this a lot. You know, when I talk to young people or I talk to kids, one thing that I dislike is when someone says, I can't do it. Because the reality is, if you tell me that you can't do something, then you can't. Because mentally, you've already blocked it out of your mind as even being an option. I tell people this saying a lot. I got told this when I was younger, probably got told this in high school sports. The person who says they can and the person who says that they can't are both right. You have a choice. <clears throat> which one of those people you want to be thinking about the power of words. I'm actually going to tell you two stories today. Then I'll give you a little bit more scripture. The first story actually is a really recent story and it's not a story that comes from my life personally, but I was watching the UFC, which is the ultimate fighting championship for anybody who maybe doesn't know what that is. And I absolutely love watching the UFC. Uh, and this past weekend was UFC 261. Uh, it was Kamaru Usman and Jorge Masvidal. I'm a big Jorge Masvidal fan. Unfortunately, he got, in his own words, uh, he got what he would have called baptized. Kamaru Usman uh, knocked him out. But that's not the fight that I want to talk about. The fight I want to talk about was uh, the fight prior to that one was a was the strawweight title between um, Zhang Weili and Rose Namajunas. And, Rose Namajunas was the challenger, and 
Bruce Buffer, who who's the ring announcer, was doing his introductions. And when he's doing his introductions of the fighters, the camera is always on the fighter. And when he was introducing Rose Namajunas, you could see her saying to herself over and over again, I'm the best. I'm the best. I'm the best. I'm the best. The entire time that Bruce Buffer was doing the introduction, all she was saying to herself over and over again was, I'm the best. I'm the best. I'm the best. She created in her own atmosphere, because she probably had told herself that her entire training camp. Well, she created then in her mind the belief system that she was the best. And Rose Namajunas went out and she landed a front leg high, high kick uh, and knocked Zhang Wei Li out and took the strawweight championship from her. And she's now the champion. And Joe Rogan asked her about it in her post-fight interview. He said, you kept saying to yourself while Bruce Buffer was introducing you, you kept saying, I'm the best, I'm the best. And all she said back to that was, it's because I am the best. There is something about the power of what comes out of your mouth. Give you another example. So Jess and I, this one's a little bit funnier. Um, and it's a it's a personal story. So Jess and I signed up years ago, probably six years ago at this point. We went and did what's called a Tough Mudder. Now that's an obstacle course race. It's 11, 12, 13 miles, somewhere in that vicinity. And it's obstacle courses, you know, they have one where you get into like a dumpster full of ice water and, you know, you got to go up slip slippery mud walls and all this crazy stuff. But the craziest one is always the last one. The last obstacle is called electroshock therapy. And it is just as wild as you can imagine. Uh, it was a mud pit that was about shin, maybe knee deep. And this mud pit had hay bales in it, basically in the form of an X, causing you to have to have an obstacle to go over in the mud pit. But it also had live electrical wire hanging down all over the place. Now, at that point, I was ready to get done. I knew it was going to hurt. Jess and I had stuck together the entire race. And I remember I had made up in my mind, I was just going to bust right through this electroshock therapy. It was going to hurt, but I was just going to do it. And I remember right before I took off into this mud pit, I remember I heard Jess in her mind, or not in her mind, I heard Jess out loud say, nope, I can't do it. And she slammed on the brakes. Well, you have an option. You don't have to do it right? You paid money. You can go around it, still get to the finish line. But I remember I sat there and I had this conversation with her and she wasn't having it from me. I was telling her she could do it. I was telling her, yes, it's going to hurt. Go slow, do this, do that. I was trying to give her all these techniques. I had no idea what I was talking about. I had never done it either. And I think the MC of the event realized what was happening. And he came over and he had this conversation with Jess. He probably talked to Jess for 10 maybe 15 minutes. He took a break from, from being the MC, and he really kind of built her up. And he was telling her that she could do it, that she signed up knowing that it was there, uh, that she was capable of getting through it. It was going to be painful, but the reward uh, would be worth it. And I remember all these different things, and he eventually convinced her. And before Jess went, she said, okay, I think you're right. I can do this. Right. So Jess went from a place where she had said, I can't do it. And 
I'll be honest with you. I think that it was fear that kind of captivated her. It was fear of knowing what that, that electrical wire was going to feel like. Jess was raised on a farm, so she'd probably been shocked before. But fear kind of shut her down in her place. Um, and she spoke it, and then it, it froze her. And it took someone talking to her for a while, and then she, she changed her words, and she said, you're right, I can do this. And then Jess was able to um, go through. Now, she went extremely slow, and she still got shocked, but she was able to get through this obstacle because she changed what she spoke about it. It went from I can't do it to now I can do it, and all of a sudden she was able to do it. You see, your words have power. Your words will create your reality. Uh, something that Pastor Jackie, our pastor at High Praises Church, always says is this is a saying that you'll hear people say all the time. Well, I'm just saying it like it is. Pastor Jackie's response to that is always the same. If you don't like how it is, stop saying it how it is. Right. And I think about this when I think about even what I talked about a couple weeks ago in the healing episode, right? We don't have to speak the symptoms that our body feels if we are being attacked with an illness. We can speak simply what the Word of God says about it, right? The Word of God says that uh, we are healed. And so even though our body may not feel it at the time, we don't have to give life to the symptoms that our body feels. We give life to what the Word of God says. And so I want to encourage you with, the, with this fact. Your words are one of the most powerful tools in your life. They can, just like Proverbs 18.21 says, they can either bring life or they can bring death. They can encourage or they can discourage. They can create or they can destroy. It's your choice what avenue you take with your words. I want you to think about this. I want you to think about the this scripture too. Think about where Jesus is talking to his disciples. This is in Mark 11, verse 22 and 23. It says this. It says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, Have faith in God. I tell you the truth. You can say to this mountain, May you be lifted up and thrown into the sea. And it'll happen. But you must really believe it'll happen and have no doubt in your heart. Notice Jesus did not say, hey, you can come and you can tell God that there's a big mountain in your way and God will move it. Jesus says, use your words, speak to your mountain and watch your mountain be removed. I, to, to really think about the impact that your words have, I, you can go all the way back to the first book of the Bible. You can go back to Genesis. Read how God created the earth. Right? In the beginning, God said, let there be light. And there was light. Then God said this. And then God said this. And then God said this. Right? God created everything except for Adam and Eve, probably. God created everything else simply using his words. So 
your words carry a lot of power. So you have to be careful with how you use them. I think about this being a parent a lot because I have to understand that as a parent, what I speak to and over my children will hold weight in their life, right? So often Dom will come to me and he will just simply want me to say something good, maybe about what he's done. Or this is a, this one, this is a big one that Dom likes to say to me. He'll say, Hey dad, did you see what I did? And I'll say, yeah, buddy, that, that, that was awesome. He'll say, that was so cool, huh? Right. All Dom, all Dom wants from me in that moment is Dom wants to be reinforced by my words that what he did was cool. Just a head nod to Dom at that point isn't good enough. Dom is looking for reinforcement from my words, even though I had just already told him, yeah, buddy, I saw it. That's awesome. His response to that is still, that was so cool, huh? Right? Because now Dom want, now he is listening for the words of reinforcement to bring life into his enthusiasm that he feels and he wants me to encourage it. Kids are built up by your words. Like I, I think back to sports when I was a kid and even in high school. And I think about some of the things that I learned through playing sports. Most of the things that stuck with me over time were words that were spoken to me or over me. I could take you back to middle school, y'all. I'm 32 years old, so we're talking 20 years ago. I could take you back to middle school and, and tell you the things that my coaches told us about discipline. Uh, Coach Russell and Coach McClurg at Alcoa Middle School used to always tell us this. They would say discipline is small things done daily. And they would encourage us to do small things right every day. They would say character is what you do when nobody's watching. So they would encourage us to understand you, what you are doing when no one is watching is important, right? Words are things, the words that they spoke then translated into my reality. And I would, maybe I would be in a situation where, uh, where something where I was faced with a decision and I would remember character is what you do when no one's watching. Right. So then the words that were spoken created uh, even a healthy habit in my life of knowing that my character is determined by what I do when no one's watching. So I encourage you today with this. What you say matters. What you say about yourself matters. What you say about your spouse matters. What you say about your job matters. If you come home from work every day talking about how miserable you are at your job, you are creating a miserable atmosphere for yourself at work. If all you want to do is point out the negative things that, that your husband or your wife does that gets on your nerves, then you're going to see negative things and you're going to create negative things in the atmosphere. So be very careful, right? I th think about this even. One of the books that my mom used to read to me as a kid was The Little Engine That Could 
What is it that, that motivated that little engine? It was the little engine saying to himself, I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. Once he crests the top of the hill, then what does he say? I knew I could. I knew I could. I knew I could. It was the words that he spoke over himself in that book that, that allowed him to, to do something that he didn't know he was capable of. So I encourage you with this. Speak life. I'm not telling you that attacks won't come. Don't give life to the attack. Give life to the word of God. Because what the word of God says is the final authority. Maybe it is uh, an illness or an ailment that you're dealing with. Don't deny the fact that your body is facing an attack. Just don't give life to it. Right? Don't take ownership of it. Just simply say, in the name of Jesus, the word of God says, by his stripes, I am healed. I take authority and I say that whatever this is that is attacking my body, I command you to leave in the name of Jesus. Believe that that has happened and I believe that it can be yours. Your words will create your reality. You have to watch what you say in all atmospheres, in all areas of your life, because your words have power. They will either bring life or they will bring death. You get to choose today which one they bring. I hope you choose life. Be very mindful of what you say because your words do have power. I love you guys. I hope you have an amazing week. I'm working on a couple of guest appearances right now. Uh, the way I think it's going to happen is I think my brother is actually going to be our first guest on this show, just trying to work out the logistics of, of timing. He lives in Murfreesboro and he has three kids and I live here and I have two kids, uh, but I believe he's going to be our first guest. Just got to get the logistics worked out. Uh, I'm super excited, y'all. This podcast is, is amazing. Uh, probably the next question that I'm going to explore just to give you guys a, some hope about what's coming in the future or not necessarily hope to give you an idea. This is probably the right word there. Uh, give you an idea of what's coming in the future uh, is I'm going to get back to some basics. I'm going to give you what I think you need to know when it comes to how do you hear the voice of God? And for someone who's new, maybe where should you start in the scripture? So come back next week. Hopefully I can get my brother uh, together and, and we can have a guest appearance next on next week's episode. And then I'll get back to answering that question in a couple of weeks. So come back next week. I love you guys. Remember your words have power. So speak them wisely. Have a great week.